WA-based lithium miner Pilbara Minerals, which has a code of PLS on the ASX, has released its half-year profit results. Now, uh, Pilbara is in the very early stages of its fourth straight year of gains on the ASX. It's a company that has benefited from the rapid expansion and growth of the electric vehicle and battery market around the world. Six months ago, it posted its first annual profit ever, and we had to wait just six months for it to uh, declare its first dividend on record as well. Now, very broadly speaking, the results largely were in line with what many analysts in Australia were expecting. Production rose by a solid 83% to about 309,000 dry metric tonnes. And this was partly uh, helped by the ramp up of one of its plants, in particular in the September quarter. Also, it's had a revised strategy where it's targeting lower grade product in a bid to try and ramp up sales. Revenue, approximately sevenfold what it made a year earlier at around 2.2 billion Aussie dollars and statutory profit came in at 1.24 billion dollars. That's about 11 times what it made a year earlier. As far as the drivers of this result were concerned, pretty simple stuff really. Production and shipments have, have jumped. So basically it's selling more of, this, of, its, of its main product, doing so at a much higher price and the growth in prices have been significant enough for lithium uh, that they've easily um, made up for the increase in cost. So shipments up around 68% for the group over the half. Realized prices, so how much it makes on average for each uh, ton of, of spodumene concentrate that it sells. This is the raw ingredient that it sells that eventually gets processed and turned into lithium using electric vehicles and batteries. That rose fourfold. Costs on the other hand still rose as they have for many other miners, but just by 25%. So they've been hit uh, for by things like um, supply chain um, constraints and disruptions, labor shortages in WA, which has been a big challenge for most of the miners, and just general lift in cost uh, with inflation being quite broad across the board here. Now, it does have a solar farm, which started uh, supplying power to the group, and uh, it expects that at least to, uh, you know, modestly helping it move away uh, to an extent from diesel. So that certainly has been a another positive. Now, the dividend was one of the, the highlights in this result, received a lot of attention because it was the first dividend it's paying ever. The interim div is fully franked. It's 11 cents Aussie per share. The ex-dividend date, which is the cutoff for who will receive the dividend is the 2nd of March. And the pay date when this is going to be distributed is the 24th of March. So it's paying out roughly uh, $330 million in payments when we look at the, the dividend overall. And this at the moment before this, leaves the company with a little over $2 billion in cash on its books. Now, looking forward from here, it did actually revise some of its guidance for the year. It basically has increased production guidance, so how much it expects to, to produce by about 10% on what it did uh, expect in the past. It also has, has uh, pushed up um, production uh, investment, rather, capex by around 7%, and it's reduced uh, what it thinks cost might be at for the year by around uh, that 10% mark as well. One risk for the uh, for the company and the whole sector as a whole is going to be what happens to lithium prices. We have seen lithium come off the boil a bit recently, not helped by a fact there's been a fall in electric vehicle sales in China and some higher than expected uh, production in uh, and supply in China as well. Of course, keep in mind that even if we do see a decline in lithium prices, uh, they're still well above cost. Um, so margins have still been relatively healthy.